Hello and welcome to the Cavell Cloud Conversations podcast. My name is Patrick Watson, Senior Research Analyst here at Cavell. Welcome to episode two of our podcast mini-series focusing on video platforms for service providers. I'm again joined by Terry Meredith and Matt Rogers from Enchouse. Today we explore the importance of customization options for video communication platforms. The video platform offers a range of options for integrations, bespoke customizations and unique branding. And Matt and Terry give me some examples and explain why that it's so important for service providers looking to adopt a video communication platform. Have a listen. So good morning, I'm joined again by Terry Meredith from Enchas. How are you doing Terry? I'm good, thank you Patrick. Yes, I do. Yes, very well, thanks. And also again on the line, uh, Matt Rogers, how are you doing this morning, Matt? Uh, Good morning, Patrick. Morning, Terry. Hope you're both well. Great. So in this uh, second episode of the little mini-series, I wanted to talk to you both about customization options for service providers. So one thing we found in our research with Cavell is when service providers take on a new technology platform, whether it be a video platform or any other communication technology platform, customization options, integration options, different deployment options are are very important to them and it enables them to differentiate their offering from, from competitors. And we've seen, especially with video, there's been uh, the proliferation of a lot of off-the-shelf products, but they don't necessarily offer the customization and bespoke options that a, that a service provider might need or want. So I wanted to understand for, from both of you, with, with the video platform, you've concentrated a lot more on that those customization options for service providers. So I just wanted to hear a little bit more about, about the sort of options that are available and, and how you can achieve that. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, there's quite a few different things that we can touch on there, actually. I mean, on the, on the platform side, obviously, you can deploy the platform quite differently. So you could have a 100% on-prem platform, or it can be deployed in a, a hybrid fashion, whereby certain components are in the cloud and certain things are on-premise, which obviously the, the CSPs also really like, being able to keep everything in their network. But more on an a end-user kind of experience perspective, how we customize that is we have our off-the-shelf client applications. Um, So those can be branded or white labeled uh, where the layout generally stays the same, but they're, you know, they're just doing branding or some minor layout changes. But as you mentioned, we've also got quite a long history in going a little bit deeper in that. So the whole platform is underlined by a set of APIs on both the server side and the client side. And we've built a set of SDKs to go with that as well. So cross-platform SDKs. Service providers can use the SDKs to either build their own application uh, from scratch. So, you know, they might have particular requirements for a certain vertical uh, they want to build their own application with. Uh, and they use our SDK to deal with all the heavy lifting on the video side and obviously our platform underneath. But increasingly, we're also finding it's not just about putting it in an existing app or even about creating a new app. It's often about integrating it into a a customer's workflow. Um, And we have some options to help them do that as well. So you can do things like you can use the admin API to create custom meeting URLs. So you can create some middleware. And when a meeting is created, it may provide more than one URL. And then one URL is given to one group of participants and another one to a different group of participants. And they're all joining the same conference but they have different things then associated to them as they join that conference. So it means you could have a guest user join via a browser who hasn't got any native application whatsoever, but you're still controlling their experience specifically for that meeting. So we could disable sharing, we could disable the participant list, 
Um, you know, there's, there's a number of different things that we can do through that. So it's very, it's very flexible in terms of giving service providers options. Just to underline what Matt's just said as well, Patrick, all of that goes to say that the point is that the service providers have a desire um, to make the service their own, to differentiate, as you, as you talked about as well, and that sort of capability allows them to work with their end customers to absolutely meet their specific requirements, whether it's, for example, a bank who wants to engage their customers and their call center agents through a, a video engagement rather than a traditional voice engagement, we can integrate, for example, video into that existing bank's call center platform, for example. Another great uh, um, example of how we can differentiate is also telehealth environment where we have an ecosystem of partners that have been able to take our APIs and SDKs and create or integrate their existing endpoints, for example, for remote telehealth into the platform as well. So I think you're absolutely right that the service providers need to have a solution that can be integrated and adapted to specifically meet their customers' requirements. Yeah, we touched on it a little bit in the last session as well in terms of, you know, we are seeing now a rise in these customers re-evaluating the platforms that they've got for video. You know, there was that initial rush that we talked about before to grab a platform, be it a free service or whatever. And now as organizations are shifting to more permanent remote working policies for their staff, they're, they're evaluating what is it they actually need. And service providers need to have flexibility to, to create those new solutions for their customers. That flexibility is the, the key point, effectively, isn't it? Because service providers are, are all very different, and it's all very well, maybe for some service providers, just having uh, a standard video application that they can white label uh, and, and resell or remarket might be enough. But you need to provide that realm of options, because effectively, it, then it leaves it up to the service provider to, to use that platform and, and monetize it for their customers in, in the best way for, for their individual business. Exactly, yeah, and, and in more than one way, right? You know, so obviously you could take that platform and they may initially start with off-the-shelf applications to satisfy some immediate demands, but then they can also give their developers access to the same platform, you know, so that they could build bespoke workflows or bespoke applications for specific verticals. So they really get good return on investment by you know, being able to reuse the same platform for multiple product streams or, and multiple new revenue streams. In terms of utilizing video in, in this case, how difficult is that for service providers to, to take on the platform? I, su I suppose there's a range of complexity depending on what, they're, what, they're trying, what their end goal is with, with, the, with the application itself. Yeah, well, I think it's, um, I think it's back to what we talked about again in the, in the previous sessions, is that the service providers, what drives them to develop the platform or integrate the platform into existing solutions or workflows or applications is really driven by the enterprise, by their, or by their customers' organizations. And, you know, a, a strict off-the-shelf platform with just the ability to brand it doesn't cut it. You need to go into that deeper capability to talk to your customers, understand their workflows, understand their business challenges, and then apply the ability to be flexible in creating the solutions for those customers. That actually goes a long way to say, right, this is a it's kind of bespoke, 
but it's not that difficult to actually implement. And maybe Matt, you can touch on that a little bit more. Yeah, well, I was just going to say they don't have to go all in from the get-go either. So as well as you know, we talked about being most large service providers, especially want to have the the platform inside their network. But if they're moving into developing uh, something for a new vertical or something bespoke, they don't necessarily want the initial outlay of everything in order to do that straight away. Uh, so we also have the hosted offerings, um, but the hosted offerings are not just for the clients as well. So we also have a platform as a service, which is specifically uh, the API and uh, SDK capabilities of a hosted platform. So you know, they could develop an application while using um, our hosted service, which is then very low cost. We have a, a per minute mon model that we use on that. They could use that to then run out with a friendly customer or do some POCs. And if things are progressing nicely, you know, then they could look to have their own on-prem installation later on. And then they're just a case of swapping URLs over in their custom application as to where it points to. And lots of service providers are, as you, as you said, but both of you, and I think we've touched on this previously, initially when the sort of pandemic struck, a lot, a lot of service providers looked for immediate solutions uh, to enable video that met the, the demand of their enterprise customers. Now they're effectively have a bit more, they effectively have a bit more time to look at the options and, and the different services and solutions and directions that they can go in. You guys are, have obviously been doing this for a while for, for service providers. Are there any particularly interesting use cases? I mean, you've mentioned some vertical markets, finance and telehealth. Are there any particularly interesting use cases that you think might be relevant for service providers who are thinking about the options of, of monetizing a, a third-party video platform? I mean, telehealth is certainly a big one, that's for sure. Right? It's, a, it's always a good market for video, and it's certainly a growing market in terms of telehealth. Um, but we do have some more unusual use cases as well. I think Terry touched on in the last session the, the courts. We have one customer who's using this for virtual court sessions, um, you know, whereby all the juror and everybody is all joining the court sessions remotely. Uh, and they use the flexibility of the APIs to control who is in the conference at any one time. So it's not just a, a mass free for all of people. You know, they can bring in and out certain witnesses, for example, at different times into the conference. We have some other use cases that are emerging around broadcast, uh, touched on that briefly in the last session as well, uh, whereby you know, customers are looking to work with uh, broadcast companies and TV companies to be able to bring in audience members or uh, celebrities into game shows remotely uh, to, you know, to deal with the current COVID situation as well. So there are definitely some more unusual use cases that are arising at the moment as well. I think there's probably not a vertical we're currently in actually, Patrick, where there isn't some element of customization, whether it be uh, education, finance, uh, healthcare, as Matt was saying, but it goes wider than that. So uh, it really is trying to understand what is the end customer? What are you trying to do? What's your workflow? And the service providers, as Matt says, have the capability with a video platform to, to, to meet their requirements, yeah. And, and I suppose one thing we should really bear in mind with that is the, the video platform is, is relatively unique in that sense. If you take an off-the-shelf product, generally you're not going to have that, that range of, of customization and integration options. Correct. Just finally, if any of the listeners want to find out more about the options available from video in terms of the API suite and the SDKs, or more about some of the particular integrations that you've done, some of the customization white labeling options are available, 
what what's the best thing for for them to do what's the best way for them to go about that that's the same as last time angelsnetworks.com and look for video and there are plenty of use cases on there they can take a look at on the video website so the video.com website there's also a customer section uh, that has lots of use cases in there um, and there's full documentation around the apis uh, we also have a video platform section on uh, github for those uh, developers who are familiar with that environment and you can go and see all of the uh, API and SDK information on there as well. Brilliant. We'll include a couple of links uh, to those in the, in the description of the podcast as well. But for the meantime, both Matt and Terry, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Patrick. Talk again soon. Thanks, Patrick. Always a pleasure.